Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I'm Becky, and with me on this episode is Leah. Hi, Leah. How's it going? Good. How's everybody tonight? I think we're good. We're excited. Tonight with us, we have author Danica Flynn. Uh, Leah, tell everybody a little bit about Danica. Okay. Danica Flynn is a marketer by day and writer by nights and weekends, aka she doesn't sleep. She's a rabid hockey fan of both the Philadelphia Flyers and the Metropolitan Riveters. When not writing, she can be found hanging with her partner, playing video games, and reading a ton of books with a never-ending unread list. (laughs) Which we happily help her with. Welcome to the podcast, Danica. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. We are happy to have you. Um, So we will do this in our traditional way. What are you drinking this evening? Okay, so I'm drinking, and you guys are going to laugh at the name. I love this brewery because they have the weirdest names. It's Evil Genius. They're a Philly brewery. Um, This one is a caramel macchiato porter, and its name is New Phone Who Dis. New phone, who dis? I love that. All their that. names are weird. Like um, a lot of them are like Will Ferrell movie references. Like they have a pineapple hepfoisen that I love. That's called I Love Lamp, and they have one that's called Ma the Meatloaf. Like it's so weird. I love them though. I love their names, even though I don't love like all of their beers, but um, they have funny names. So they. I mean, that's fun. half the fun right there. A good name. I know. Absolutely. That's why Leah, what are you carries? <laughs> right. Um. Leah, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a raspberry lime truly tonight. Sticking with you the seltzer. You've been on a kick with those. I you have been on a, on a seltzer because... kick lately. I kind of miss your coffee mug. Everybody can't see this because we don't record video of these, but typically Leah drinks her beverages Everything. out of a coffee mug. I do. <laughs> I've been coffee mugless. I've actually been using cans lately, which is surprising. Oh, you know, yeah, you know I never put mine in a glass. Right. Let's say Danica's anti- like beverage container and I only use coffee mugs I'm just really lazy and it's just like easy to drink out of the bottle or the can (laughs) Danica always says to me before we get to drunk book club she goes maybe this time I'll pour my drink into a glass and be fancy she's never doing it people what I'm telling you is yeah so the last um book club I had a nitro beer and I should have put that in a glass because they're weird when it's in the can right it was a southern tier it was an ice macchiata it did not taste like a beer at all um but I drank it out of the can and then they're like a 10 percent, so we had like one left so the next night <laughs> he was like here I'm putting it in a glass for you <laughs> and I'm like okay because I won't do it for myself also, like our beer glasses are above our ca- our cabinets in our kitchen, and I'm five two. I can't reach them. So I like... tall enough to reach them. That's fair. I will say, and again, nobody can see this, but I got new barware today. I saw your pineapple cup today. Pineapple glasses. So if you are not following me on Instagram, you totally need to follow Bookcase and Coffee on what Instagram. Are, what are you, you drinking my... out of your pineapple glass tonight? Michael made me a blue Hawaiian Ooh, to um, go with the pineapple theme to go with the pineapple glass. So I'm super excited because with Drunk Book Club coming up, you know, we're going to have to make a hurricane, right? Because the book takes place in New Orleans. So true. I'll have a hurricane in my Ooh, my local glass. bakery down the street makes beignets. I might have to get some that day. Oh, that sounds yummy. Okay. So Danica, oh. let's let's get to know you a little bit and before we started we talked about not going off on tangents but look at this Uh, already 
I swear it's me. <laughs> Already spinning off. Okay, so uh, let's get to know you a little bit. Are you a reader of romance? Yeah, and um, I saw you put this comment and I was like, yeah, how could I like write romance and not like read it? Um, that's kind of weird to me, but I actually saw a comment on Facebook from someone that was like, I've been working on my own books and I haven't read any books in 15 years. And I'm like, oh, honey, you need to know your market. Oh. You, can't, oh, you can't like be writing a romance that like was set in the 90s and like now. Um, but yes, um, but I didn't come, and I've told you guys this before, I didn't come into romance like the typical way. Um, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like stealing my mom's paperbacks or anything like that. My mom would never read any sort of romance. <laughs> 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 um, I was mainly, I read, a, I mainly read a lot of YA and was reading mostly YA for a while. Um, I thought I was going to be a YA author. Um, Meg Cabot is actually my favorite author still. I say that she's my favorite. Wait, I love her though, but she doesn't write just YA because no, she, she has doesn't. Her... She writes everything like homegirl hustles. Like she writes a middle grade. She writes YA. She writes adult. Um, I love the princess diaries. So I thought I was like, that's what the type of author I was going to be um and I read she actually had a book that she did for charity that was written by Mia and it was like a like a romance so I think that might have been like the first one I actually like really read um mm -hmm. but like historical is not really my thing like at all so I kind of shut not my jam either it's like just not my thing and I always feel like I'm gonna get my romance landia card taken away for saying that <laughs> um I've I've put it on Twitter before um so it hasn't happened yet um but so I kind of shied away for a while and um, I was just reading my normal YA stuff. And then I started slowly reading a couple like contemporary. And then I found out that there was like hockey adult romances because I was looking for comps for my YA hockey romances. And then I found Kelly Jamison and it kind of just spiraled out of there. So like I- <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and I, I told you guys, I'm so chaotic. I read all of her series like out of order. I read the Which Chicago Aces. I read the last one first. Which cracks me up. Because they kind of, you can totally read them as standalone and you obviously can read them out of order, but there are characters that kind of cross over. Like my favorite in that series is Big Stick. That's but mine if you, too. If you haven't read the first, the one right before that, where her business partner moves to Chicago um, and why she is in Chicago now but that's a single mom one that they get snowed in together that's so yeah. not your I, okay because he's surly a-hole and that he is he is he's such I, a jackass yeah I'm like I love that one too because he like doesn't know what to do with like her daughter and like thinks he's ruined everything but he hasn't he's fine like she's like it's okay she has an ear infection it's gonna be fine but <laughs> I like, imagine him holding her with like his big arms sticking I, out and like yeah. far distance I love that one but I read game on which is Cam's story uh-huh that one first because another blogger had recommended it to me and I'm like okay I'll try this um and I read that one and I think I don't remember which order because I was like I'll read another one but like I think I read like one was on sale so that's why I read them all out of order because I was like oh well that one's on sale I'll buy it 
Um, and then I just like gradually bought them all. <laughs> and then like at that point, I think the first book in the Wind series was like out or the arc was out and I got the arc. Cause it was back when I was still blogging. Um, I think I got the arc of the, like the three from when I don't think I got like the last one as an arc because I think that was when I was like yeah, I can't do this anymore um <laughs> <laughs> you're like enough I can't do it anymore yeah, yeah uh yeah it, it was just like too much doing everything um yeah so I mostly like have mostly like read a lot of I've stuck with like the sports romances but like I mostly read hockey like I'll stray into football and like baseball sometimes um I also really love rugby like I my friends went to Kutztown and like Kutztown's like really good at rugby yeah <laughs> so I've gone to the rugby sevens which they have in Chester PA um I don't know how that game works at all so I could never write a rugby because like, like I don't get it I tried to get it and I'm like, I, I don't know, I, like, I well, just, but rugby players, I mean, it's a challenge. You should learn the rules. My husband's family's from Australia, which I've said before. So they play Australian rules football, right. just rugby. And, um, well, I know the rules are different, but it's really basically let's like cream each other into the grass. Um, I'm sorry, into the pitch. And, um, then when we're done, we're all going to go drink beer, um, so yeah but so, it's a special person that plays rugby yeah uh-huh. so it was like a friend of a friend um her fiance like played for Goodstown, and like so the first year I think I think we had already graduated but I think he was like a coach or something I wrote a story for um I was working on the sports desk at philly.com and I wrote a story for them to promote the rugby sevens um, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going. And they're like, okay, just, I'm like, but it's like a tailgate. And they're like, my bosses were like, yeah, just don't, don't like be really drunk. And I was like, I'm going for fun, not for work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Cause they're my friends, but like, can I write this thing for the blog? Because like, no one cares about rugby. <laughs> right. Um, so they let me and like, they were like, this is awesome like thanks for writing this and I'm like guys this was like a dumb article like it wasn't that serious but okay (laughs) but I went for like three years straight and then like things just got like too much to like try to go um but I love Amy Andrews she's Australian and she has a rugby series I've only read one though but I I like bought the rest who else has a rugby series um I think I in LH Causeway have like a four book rugby series because it's Penny Reed. I, of course I read it. There's um Nicing. Nice yes. I think Nicing. Yeah. Isn't it Nicing? Isn't that N I G H and then it's S I I'm butchering it. I will link it in the show notes. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. I, I think, think she has an, well, I guess hers isn't rugby. Hers is Australian rules football. Right. and it's a family dynasty that plays and it's not rugby it's Australian rules don't come at me people <laughs> I'm a well, then, is it Australian rules or is it rugby union <laughs> because... um, I'm pretty sure that it's Australian rules football because sh- the take it takes place up in Brisbane is where the t- the family 
is situated because it's like a family dynasty of players and it's oh, actually no, it's actually <laughs> based on a real family dynasty of australian rules players that are they're like samoan that. um but via australia so oh um are they maori or is that new zealand i think new, new zealand maori. i think is maori yeah i'm not i'm not sure what the what the native in australia is um, well they talk about being samoa oh uh, the aborigines are the natives um hold on a second um okay so danica tell us your last five-star read um it's gonna be a kelly jamison one <laughs> i haven't read her last one yet like i have it because i always pre-order and then forget about it and then i'm like oh yeah <laughs> Um, but the first in her bears hockey, the must love dogs in hockey. Um, that was With probably Otis. Yeah. Oh my God. That dog was so cute. Like I loved it. Wasn't that dog so cute? Yeah. That was a good one too. I really liked that. Um, that female lead in that book was so good. She just I, was really relatable. Yeah. So I really, really needed to read that book at the time because I do work full time as well in a job I don't particularly love and um reading about someone who was just like kind of not sure where their career was going and like what they wanted to do with their life was like something I really needed at the time um so I like found her so relatable um I also really like um and I don't know if you really know this author because it's new adult and I know you don't like it um Grizz by E. Cleveland Eddie Cleveland I've it heard on my Kindle. I bought it. I really want to read it. It is I've on heard, my list. I've heard really good things about so his book. That's the third book, I think. Okay. I think I nominated it one time for Drunk Book Club. Um, the first one is Player, and then I think the second one is Gucci. Um, and the third one is Grizz, and it's a plus size heroine her family sucks um you'll get really mad about that but like they're i like love their relationship and like the way that he was like you deserve like love and i, I don't know i really i really liked it i think there's supposed to be a fourth one but i don't particularly like that character character um, now isn't that book the grizz isn't it also fake relationship yes and um it's an age gap right um i don't think so no um because they're in college i think they're like okay okay. um so fake relationship it's fake relationship because her sister's getting married and she says that she's gonna bring her boyfriend and like he happens to like i think help her move a couch or something um i don't know I, i kind of forget but i really loved i really loved that one um and like male male romance author who I'm pretty sure is actually a male romance author. He yes. is. I yeah. can confirm that. He's not <laughs> a charlatan that I will not name, but that I know or not. No, because I know we had that conversation. I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like, I know for a fact, like him and Mickey Miller are definitely actually male. Well, Mickey Miller puts his face on everything. I know. He's everywhere. <laughs> Mickey Miller loves Mickey Miller. And I mean, um, I love him too. He's too. very attractive. I... <laughs> I've read two of his books and the one was a hockey romance and it was originally titled Puck Boy. And then I think he changed it to One Night in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one, but there was a line that prompted me to put the um, 
the hockey butt thirst trap video into my Facebook group because there was a line about hockey players not being known for their butts. And I'm like, oh, false, sir. They very much are. <laughs> Did you call them out for it? I'd have called them out for that. I'd been I like, too. dude, I'm you like, still can. It was like, so the line was like, uh, the female character was saying like, oh, hockey players aren't really known for their butts, but like, his is really nice. And I was like, yeah, they are. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> their thighs and their asses are what were in yeah. the book's for people they have to be like all the power in their skate like like the power in their stride to like skate across that ice like they gotta be <laughs> like, yeah the butt is a muscle people um okay so what is your favorite romantic trope um enemies to lovers i love a good like hate bang and like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry no it's cool but like also I've answered this before because people have said that people that like enemies to lovers it's because you're um you're afraid of showing the worst side of yourself to people and then like leaving you so like you like that because you show like the characters are showing their worst sides to each other and they still end up falling in love I saw like a viral tweet about that. And I'm like, yes, but also I'm like kind of an a-hole. So like, that's why I like it. Um. It just has to be done well. Sometimes I get yeah. frustrated with enemies to lovers because it's like, I hate you. I hate you. And there's all this angst and all this attention, tension between the two people. And the next thing you know, like three pages later, but I love you. I think, and I'm so I think soft it's partially and I'm so gentle. It's like, it's like enemies to lovers slap, like in their, like, creeping into that bully like esque, yeah, yeah. and it's like it's almost too much yeah it can be I'm not really that picky with it like I'm probably the only one that isn't not very picky with it um that's okay yeah I like it yeah I love it. um but okay. I do and Becky will hate this I do also love like best friends to lovers I write it a lot um I think I love the risk of being like Oh, we're gonna ruin our friendship. Okay. Like <laughs> But friends to lovers for you, if and, and I could be projecting, but isn't that kind of your relationship with your partner? Weren't you guys friends? No. No. Okay. Never mind. No. See, I'm projecting. Look at me. Um, no, we I don't know. Like, so his friend was dating my friend and we met at a party in college. We did not know each other beforehand. Um my, and I told my one friend about this recently because she lives like five minutes away and I'm like you don't remember making him take a lot of shots it was college <laughs> and she's like no and I'm like yeah that was Westchester Natasha because we were talking about her bachelorette party and how like out of control she was and her sisters like didn't hadn't seen her like that before but all of us oh. that went to college with her were like yeah it's fine <laughs> it's fine this is tame she was like I forgot about that and I was like yeah and then I didn't get his number and all got mad at me <laughs> that's so funny that yeah. is so funny so no we weren't we didn't really know each other before we met each other okay she's um, just projecting then she's just projecting so yeah, yeah. what trope will you never write um we say likely never write because that's true yeah. likely because anything can happen I know probably like never a love triangle like I don't like them I don't like cheating like I that's not a thing I'm gonna write um I wouldn't say I feel like a lot of people's answers is probably secret baby but I wrote one and shelved it um I don't know if I'm gonna write another one but 
Um, um actually to be honest, we hear a lot of reverse harem, cheating, and love triangles. Yeah, that seems to be, be the, the, the consensus. Yeah. I don't think reverse harem would be something I write. I don't read them. They're just like not really my thing. Um if you ever decide to write one, you feel free to consult with our friend Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads because <laughs> she is the authority on she, reverse harems. She, she does. She likes to uh, reverse harem and that PWP. Yeah, she does. Um, she's always trying to get me to read mafia stuff. And I'm like, she I'm, does love that too. Like, I'm and the hockey. I mean, she, lo- she kind of loves it all. <laughs> Um, she's always like giving me books to read too she Uh, she's a bad you should be in a group text with her because it's It's like daily she asked me recently she's like so since I don't need more books can you give me some like hockey romances that have like women's hockey in it and I'm like hold on (laughs) (laughs) that's fantastic she always is so excited when I'm like oh yeah and this woman there's a woman in this one that played you know for the women's olympic team or is a professional women's hockey player that's my catnip when it's like um a hockey romance like if they also play I love that um I love women's hockey as it exists right now is very fraught and there's a lot of tension and conflict a lot of stuff happened with the NWHL bubble and I definitely have seen that like people's opinions about the NWHL come out in some hockey romance books um it's neither here or there um but it's, it's interesting. interesting I've only what so Monty J her mm-hmm. very first book Love and Hockey the woman it's an age gap romance um the guy is a professional hockey player and she is a professional hockey player herself as you get into the story and he's at the end of his career because it's age gap and she's at the beginning of her yeah. career and he legit retires to support her that was the best that i've seen at this point and i haven't run a ton a lot of times it ends up being that they end up being coaches like the women right yeah. end up being speed coaches or mm-hmm. you know strength coaches for um professional male hockey players. and the thing is like the there used to be two leagues. There was a Canadian Women's League and there is the, the NWHL, which is the current league. The Canadian League folded. So there was a lot of talk about there needs to be one league and to bring them all together. The Canadian League folded and then it's just the NWHL. But there's like another weird league that's going on that is people from the Canadian League, but they don't really have a business plan. So I don't really know what they're doing. Um, but there is a Toronto team for the NWHL now this was their first season and the season got canceled because of COVID (laughs) well (laughs) like hopefully hopefully and then there was COVID we'll stop being a part of our conversations my goal is by July I don't know (laughs) that's lofty they did like basically a bubble in Lake Placid but it wasn't really a bubble um my team, the Riveters, had to um, leave because too many people had um, COVID. And then one of the other teams was like, we're straight up not playing because we don't want to get COVID. Like it. Yeah. Ugh. And they were only supposed to be playing for like two weeks. It was like basically a tournament. So it was like kind of sucked because <laughs> I really just... wanted to see them on like they were supposed to do their final on NBC Sports, which would be yeah. amazing for them. 
and they couldn't do it. So I digress anyway. <laughs> Hopefully people will get their heads out of their butts. Um, yeah. Yeah, the only one that really dealt with it was an FF um, hockey romance I read. Um, I want to say it's Farmer. I know I'm gonna. I know her, but I um, I can't. Okay. It's called Out on the Ice. Um, but it's closed door, and I didn't realize that going in. Kelly Farmer. Um, it's called Out on the Ice. It's from Karina Press. It's they're both hockey players for the women's league. Um, I liked it a lot, but it is closed door. Like she heats it up a little bit, but then she closes the door on you. So if that's not really your thing, I'll read that. But I didn't know going in. I should have based on the cover, but I like just assumed it would be a yeah. little skinnier, um, which is what I prefer. Um, right. I do like a little steamer book. Yeah. Um, talk about your writing process. Are you uh, a pantser or planner? Yes. I well, <laughs> just yes. Yes. The okay. answer is just yes. yes. So here's the thing. I think I'm a pantser, but I feel like I do plan, but in like a weird way. Like I don't plot the book. Um, when I get an idea, my characters torment me until I start writing their story. Um they're annoying. Um, first thing I do usually is go on Pinterest and I start a mood board. Um, so I kind of like figure out who they are and like I have like who my inspo is like all my books are set in Philly right now so I usually like have some like Philadelphia stuff and like hockey stuff and I kind of like as I do that figure out who they are and like figure out what their names are and like what their careers are going to be. Um, but I don't actually like put down an outline of like, this is what's going to happen throughout the book. I just kind of write it so I don't plot out. Um, so yeah, I would say I'm a pantser. Um, and I kind of just like write the story as it comes to me, which sometimes can be difficult. Um, because if you get stuck, you're like, I don't know where to go now. I'm just going to work on something else. <laughs> do you write like multiple books at the same time? Or do you like to focus on just one and then the next. So I wrote four before I ever entertained the idea of publishing this current series. Um, Cause once I wrote, I wrote the first one, I didn't think I was gonna publish it. And then Fiona and Riley were like, hey. And I was like, no, go away. And they were like, hey. And I was like, fine, I'll write you a story. And then like, I had two and I was like, okay. Cool, I can go back to the YA stuff now. And no, I couldn't. I had other characters tormenting me. So I like had four and then I was like, oh, I guess I should publish this. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so like for me, I wrote them like sequentially. Doing them. Um, I actually have five drafts of stories, but like they're not really ready yet for anyone. Like the other ones I'm working on. Um, but I did write another story during like NaNoWriMo because um, I got another idea and I was like, well, I don't think this needs to be hockey. So I wrote, an, I have a draft for a story that I'm not sure I'm going to publish, but um, that kind of gave me a break. Mm -hmm. So kind of juggle. So like right now I'm working on the third book. It's in beta and it's with a sensitivity reader. So now I'm like working on the fourth, I'm like working on the fourth one that's not quite ready for beta yet. Um, 
so I kind of like hop around the series as I'm like doing it well but you like you finish the book and then yeah then you do the hopping yeah then I do like the next book so because um, I know there are some authors like they'll like write two books like sequentially like they'll skip between like books which uh, I can't understand how that happens I would get them like, all mixed up actually I have two books that are like I have a book that originally I was gonna make a spinoff and then I was like no I'm gonna keep him in Philly no he's going into a different city um I wrote like 20 words of that because I needed to get it out mm -hmm. and I was like can't deal with you right now and then I wrote a bonus epilogue for my newsletter um, subscribers for Take the Shot. And Noah's little sister is in it. And he's really rude to her boyfriend. Like, and I was like, oh, I have another story now. So I <laughs> like give her a story. Um, I wrote 10 like thousand words to that. And I like really wanna work on that story right now. Like I really wanna work on her, but I'm like, I, I have to like put her aside cause I have to like work on the stuff that's like due. Um, but I'm like, oh, I wanna write her story. <laughs> like, so I, I do have that sometimes where like, I just have to write like, even if it's just like 10,000 words of their story. Just get to um, the idea on the page. Yeah. So sometimes that does happen to me. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of ideas and not enough time to write them all. That's the biggest. It's not a bad thing though. I know it's not. And like, I, I mood boarded like a three book series that is Noah's Little Sisters, like going to probably be a spinoff series. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, I want to work on this, but I like just can't right now. <laughs> That's that's hard though, especially if, you know, we hear from authors, some have different inspirations and different processes. And when the voices are talking to you, I swear <clears throat> when, when an author first said it to me the first time I thought, okay, she'd be crazy. <laughs> she'd be crazy. And then the more, the more authors I talk to, they're like, there's these voices in my head. And I just keep thinking, okay, don't answer them. Just write it down. <laughs> I, I know I said something <clears throat> the last like book chat we did that I'm like oh I sounded like certifiable because I was like oh I don't know why this character was this way that's just like what she was telling me and I'm like afterward I'm like they thought I was straight up crazy town I was like but that that's how it is for me like um and that's you are not an alone author, any author says like like their characters were talking to them constantly yeah, like I have I think the Bulldogs is going to be five. It might be six because I, I have an idea for a six book. I wrote mm -hmm. one chapter. I'm not, they're not talking to me though. Like I'm just like. So Maybe like, you'll just have to come back to them. I know. Um, I think it depends on when I, I like introduce them in the fifth book. So like, I think once I start working on that one again, I might be able to figure them out. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that story. So it might just be four or five. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> but you could always, I mean, you know, because we know everything. You could always novella them. Just make them a short, you know, little story of their own. It's a trope I haven't written. And I think maybe like that's why I'm like kind of like not sure about it. Um, so. It's okay yeah that's my you got time you got time you got lots of stuff in the works i know i have like i gotta get through this series and then figure it out but um 
yeah, I, I've shelved two books since I started writing romance. Um, the one was supposed to be a part of the Bulldog series. Um, I, it was supposed to be Secret Baby, but I couldn't, the baby was the 20 year old rookie and I couldn't reconcile him forgiving her for like not telling him. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I, I just don't think this is the right, like, this is just like not the right story. Um, so I think I've like struggled a little bit since I did that. Um, and then I did the book I wrote that's like not hockey because I originally was going to do like a trilogy in the, like a small town. Um, I'm still like, maybe I'll do that. Like maybe I'll write about that. Um, but put a giant warning. This is a trilogy at the top. No, no, not like trilogy, like... Oh, like a three-book series. Like three-series, yeah. Because okay. yeah, we no, all know I don't like a trilogy. I know, I know. Sorry if I confuse you. Yeah, it was like... That's like... That's, one couple, that is Leah's. That's I, Leah's I, trigger I, warning. I don't say trilogy. That's it. I don't read them either. I'm still mad about that Kendall Ryan one I read that I didn't know was a, was a debut, was a duet. Duet. Like, because the first one's free and then you had to pay like five dollars. I hate when they don't tell you. <laughs> like, if I looked on Amazon and be like, hey, dummy, this is. <laughs> but I just. It's a free book. It just, it sucked you right in. I just assumed because most of her, most of her series are standalone. I just like assumed it was like another one about someone else. Um, and then I read it and I was like, are you serious? This is how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> it happens it happens to the best of us so funny we always i get suckered in every once in a while um i've got a lot of story ideas i just need to write them <laughs> well time you know stupid day jobs and I know. Um, who needs to sleep let's, let's talk about your inspiration where do you pull your inspiration from um i told you guys about what inspired um it was i was watching the flyers play and i of saw course. our I'm watching them lose right now. Um, <laughs> but, the uh, they do. And I didn't realize this was a hockey specific thing where they um, interview them like in the intermission after they like hop off the ice and they're, uh -huh. like, <laughs> like, they're like all out of breath. <laughs> Apparently they don't do that in other sports. Um, so I watched Aaron um, interview Nolan Patrick and I was like, he's got really blue eyes. Like he's really cute. And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> and then like the idea like just like kept rattling around and I'm like fine I'll write it so like that was my first inspiration so I get a lot of it from like when I write the first book like naturally the other books just kind of came as I was writing um sometimes I don't really know where it comes from um Sometimes I'm just in the shower and I get an idea and I'm just like, why are you like this? Like, <laughs> do you have crayons in the shower where oh, you write out your ideas no. and stuff? But I like you make shower crayons. You could just purchase they them do. or in the kids section. But yeah, like sometimes I'll just be sitting and my partner would be like, why are you making that face? And I was like, oh, I just got an idea. <laughs> like, why are you making that face? Um, yeah, I get asked this question a lot and I don't really, other than like what inspired the first book, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> get inspiration from everything. Yeah, and like, I definitely know there was like things in hockey that inspired me for like why I wrote a couple, I wrote a couple of side characters that are not white um, because I wanted to show diversity in hockey. Mm -hmm. It's like not a lot. Right. Um, so 
were you a hockey fan? Have you been a lifelong hockey fan? Because people laugh and make fun of me. We are not sports people. Now, growing up, my dad watched football, but it, he wasn't like a diehard football fan. Um, and we played sports growing up. I played volleyball and we ran track or whatever. Um, but we're just not a sports family. Like we don't turn on. I totally scheduled a podcast interview on Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> at 930 at night Eastern time because I was not smart enough to remember that this was Super Bowl Sunday and people do things and have parties because we just never did. Um, so, and I read hockey romance. I adore hockey romance, as we all know. But, I, and I've been to hockey games, but I don't watch it on the television or anything. So are you a lifelong hockey fan? Like, is this something you've always loved or? Yeah, so I say it's because of Biggie, Eric Lundros, and um, the Mighty Ducks that I like hockey. I love the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I love I'm sports movies. I'm of that age that it influenced a lot of people my age. And if you ask anyone my age in Philadelphia who is a Flyers fan, you will probably they will probably tell you that Eric Lindros is probably their favorite or anyone on the Legion of Doom line. Um, so yeah, I've always kind of been a hockey fan. I didn't really really start getting into it I think maybe like middle school high school um and then I like I had a flyers blog for a little bit that's how I like started getting into sports reporting um I I like it came a problem when I started doing sports reporting because like I'm mostly a hockey fan like other sports I don't care um <laughs> so like when I started when I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I I have a degree in English I always wanted to write I always I always wrote I had stories I wrote in high school and then I started like I went to college and I started the blog and I started writing for the paper in the fall I had to write for soccer for women's soccer and I sucked at it like I was so bad and um the guy who was the editor of the sports section, he, he was a hockey fan too. So he's like, well, you, you can, um, you can report on the women's team. I was like, we have a women's team. And he's like, yeah. Um, and my college was club hockey. It wasn't anything like I went to state school. He's like, yeah. Cause I do the men's. And I was like, okay. So I had to like, <laughs> I told Heather this and she was like, that's funny. Um, I couldn't find the rank that they had to, that they played in because it was like a bunch of different ranks. And I saw a bunch of moms with like Westchester university stuff. And I was like, Oh, um, is this like where the women's hockey team plays? And they're like, yeah, do you want to join the team? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't skate. So thanks. I was like, but I'm here to report on it. <laughs> I like one time I brought my drunk friends and they like, brought their cowbells and like people did not know how to handle it like because my friends came they were like <laughs> they were like what? What? <laughs> like what is wrong with these people and I was like you guys are embarrassing me like you need to leave <laughs> like, okay um so let's talk a little bit about your new release coming out so this episode is going to drop on February the 28th Right. And book two in the Bulldogs comes out on March 2nd, which is Score Her Heart. It is the story of Fiona and what's, I know his name. Riley. 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 I was kidding. 
was getting there. Okay, he I has two first names. Kids name. <laughs> well, but that's true. That's not his first name. That's his last name. Yeah. So it gets a little. I know. Confusing. So Fiona and Riley, we met Riley a little bit in the first book of Take the Shot. Well, we get so, a little snippet of Fiona too. A tiny yeah, snippet. A little bit of her. Um, so just give us a synopsis. We do not want you to spoil the story okay. or anything like that. So just so, kind of tell people what they're in for with Score Her Heart. So um, it's basically a marriage of convenience. Um, I kind of, the original title was Trial Marriage and that's kind of sums it up. Um, Fiona and Riley have been friends um, their whole lives. Their moms have been best friends. Um, they, um, she's about to get, the book starts and she's about to get married and her fiance doesn't want to marry her. Um, so she's left at the altar essentially. And Riley has been hopelessly in love with her for a very long time. And he's like, well, do you still want to get married? And she's like, to who? And she's like, he's like, oh, me. Like, let's just get married. Like, um, so they get married. And a lot of the book is them trying to, like, because he wants to stay married. He wants it to work. He thinks that they can be happy together. And she takes a little convincing. Um, so the conflict of the story is mainly them trying to stay married, trying to see if this marriage will work. Um, but they're also both like really afraid, like, cause they're so close that um, they're afraid of ruining their friendship um, for a lot of it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, it's like them trying to really, the marriage is how they fall in love. Yeah trying to figure out if you can be married to your best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we are excited for everyone to read that and it'll be, it's, it'll be wide, right? Like it's on every platform. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, on Tuesday, March the 2nd, um, and it's, it's a good one. You should check it out. Um, uh. it's definitely, if you haven't read the first, if you've read the first one, I definitely would say it's more steamy than the first one was. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. I also will say, I think from the first one to the second mm -hmm. one, you have shown a lot of growth as an author mm -hmm. too. Like book two, you just do such an amazing job of, you know, getting down your rhythm. You, we hear your voice, the characters come out really well in book two. Um, so I'm really proud of that because it, it's so awesome sometimes to watch an author, you know, from their debut novel to their second novel. And it doesn't always happen this way. A lot of times in publishing, we talk about the sophomore slump where the second book, it, it falls flat because they've put all this effort and time into book one, that book two doesn't come up to the same, you know, the cream doesn't rise on book two as much as it did on book one. And you did great. Like, this is phenomenal. Your growth shows, you show um, the character development is really good in book two. So you should be really proud. Yeah, it's funny because I done. actually texted Becky last night. I was like, or yesterday after I had finished it um, about how I liked it. I liked your first book, um, but I, I like this one. Like you definitely showed like more concise, like writing in this one. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and I definitely, I think I like this one better. I know I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> I think it was, like, more fun to write. Um, I don't know. Like, it was well, fun. Well, but it, 
Was it maybe just not as scary going into book two as it was book one? Like, so I think when I decided to do publish it, I was mostly like, F it, I'm just going to do it. And I think with the first one, I didn't really have like a squad of people behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this one, I had more connections. I had more help on it. So I think that helps. I also had a different editor. Um, and I think that really helped me. The editor I hired, I really like the editor I hired, just their schedule is which sucks. <laughs> but um, I like working with them. Um, I think that that helped too. Um, because Charlie pushed me for a couple things in the book. Um, I also cut, there was filler and I cut after beta. Like I cut some of that filler and some of that baggy beta read it for me. And I think that was one of her comments. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I kind of knew that it was. I'll never forget the first time I beta read that one. You, and I, and I know you, so I know that you do a lot of video gaming. And there was this whole section where he is like on the couch playing video games with his friend. And I'm like, and some of the wording you used in it. And I was like, I know what that is because I am in a house of gamers. But the average but person might not know it. I would not know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I know what this is, but nobody else knows what this is. But this, I hardly did anything, but honest to God, this is, you did such a great job on this book. It is an excellent read. Um, total five-star, plenty of hockey in it. Mm-hmm. Um I, I feel t- like there wasn't that much hockey in this one though. But okay, there it was, was a lot a nice, more hockey in it than other ones. <laughs> it was a nice blend though. Like it wasn't like, there wasn't like an overshadowing of yeah, hockey because I, I've read books where it's like they go through so much hockey, but there was a nice mix. Like there was- Yeah, I definitely think there was too much in the first book. Like there was a lot of hockey in the first one. Um, but some people have told me that they love that about it. Like hockey fans that are writers that like, just like found me on Twitter and they're like, what's this book? And I'm like, I don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't Um, be scary. So my one friend, I'm like now friends with her, um, Olivia Black. She actually has a book, um, killer content. It's a cozy mystery. Just trying to pimp her a little bit. Um, (laughs) she told me that she read take the shot and loved it because it filled the puck shaped hole in our heart. Um, so I do, I do think there was like a little bit too much in the first one. So I tried not to like have as much in the second one, just like, I think think it was a good blend between like the relationship stuff and the, yeah, that's that's one of the struggles I'm having with the third book because it's set in the off season. (laughs) So it's like, well, but I think that, but like for this book, there's such a great team dynamic. Like you feel the team which so maybe it's not as heavy as hot in hockey as the first book but this book has a really great team feel to it Mm -hmm. so i mean you get hockey without actually being on the ice maybe maybe that's anyway (laughs) um so thank you so much for joining us we're so happy to have you here uh again score (laughs) danica was one of the first people when i got the podcast idea i was like so if i did this would you come on and talk with me and she was like yeah. Yes. <laughs> and now you're and finally- it just never connected. And so now we totally fine. I think when you like started, you were still trying to figure out what the podcast it was like before you had Brittany on. 
Um, And then when you were like finally bringing people on, you were like only really taking new releases. And I was like, well, my book's been out for like four months. So like, I'm not gonna like, it's fine. I'll wait until No, but she totally knew that she would get a spot. So, (laughs) so, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us. We are so happy to have you on. And again, look for Score Her Heart on Tuesday, March 2nd. It will be available wide. So on all ebook platforms. Oh, and Thanks, Danica. Paperback. Oh, oh, and paperback. Yep. So for you paperback freaks, you can get it in paperback. <laughs> By the ebook. Anyway, thanks, Danica. Thanks, Danica. Thanks. So, Becky, what are you reading this week? Um, I am working on Jiffy Kate's Fighting for Love series. I am currently reading Stud Muffin. That's a good one. I read that so, one. And it's funny because I, the new one came out and we had talked about it and I, they got new covers and like the whole premise sounded really familiar to me. And I'm like, I don't know if I've actually read these or if it was just one of those books that I wanted to read. But so I downloaded them and they popped up with that red flag. And I was like, hmm. So I went back and like, I re like read like little snippets and yeah, I remember reading it now, like book one and two of that three book series. And it was, it was really funny. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, we're planning on doing Eye Candy, which is book three in that series um, that just came out last week. We're planning on doing a quick shot of romance episode mm-hmm. on it. So watch for that. What are you reading, Leah? Um, I just finished up My Beautiful Neighbor by Piper Rain. It is book one in their new green series which is their newest Alaska-based series. And it's going to be, I think there's maybe eight or nine siblings in this one again. I can't remember. It's going to be, it's one of their big chunk series. Okay. Why do all these Alaskan books have like these giant families? Well, because I mean, there's not a lot to do in Alaska, is there? I mean, I've never been to Alaska, but apparently it's- We had the bad family that was like, nine children eight children and yeah. cousins and then the good girls i mean good grief people there's a anyway. lot you're right like there's a lot a lot because their but, baby series had nine in it too so what are you starting next then since you just um that? i am reading truth be told by marie james um it's the newest book in her i cannot think of the series name right now um but it's one of her newer ones that is coming out. It, it's pretty good so far. I like it. It's awesome. I've never read her before though. So it's a, it's a new to me author. Perfect. Um, let's talk about what releases we have upcoming. Okay. So Mary B. Moore is coming out with her newest um, Good Times series book. I believe it's Good Times. Um, it is called Eat Crow. So it, it sounds really, and she's very funny. I like her a lot. Yeah, I've never read her, so I'll have to add her to my TBR. Um, and I have quite the list, actually. I think I saw that. Um, I have The Risk Taker by Gina Azee. This is the second book in her new Boston hockey series, The Hawks. Um, that comes out on March the 1st. Bad Bridesmaid by Elise Faber comes out on March 1st. Score Her Heart by Danica Flynn comes out on March 2nd. Play by Kat Mazira comes out on March 2nd. And that's the first book in her new Rockstar series. 
And then um, Home Game and Long Game by Lisa Suzanne. This is a baseball series. She's doing it in what they call a quick release or rapid release. Um, it's like six books over the next five weeks. So two books come out on March. 4th. Two at the same day. Yeah, two at the same day. So I don't think they're very long. I'm not 100% certain. But I saw the um, covers for those. I like the covers. But I, the covers I did are not, really pretty. I didn't notice that they were, she had two coming out on the same day. Yeah, it's two books. This It's two books on the fourth. And then I think they skip a week and it's two more books that come out. And then they skip a week. It's one book and then skip a week, one book. Huh. So over five weeks, we'll get the six a lot books. Of books. So many books. A lot of books. So little time. Anyway, so if you aren't following us on Patreon, um, you totally should be, you guys. It's so fun. Um, one of the cool things about being in Bookcase and Coffee, the tribe, is the support system that we've created. Uh, we recently added a Discord server as a perk of Patreon. And last week, I shared a list of over 100 free romance books. <laughs> Now I'm taking a lot of heat for sharing a hundred free romance books. But it's not, but it's not true. They, it's a, they love me though. They, it's a love hate emphasis on the love. <laughs> right. They're so crazy about it. And there are some of our fans in the tribe that have downloaded all 100 books. So, uh-huh. We won't name names. Yes. We will not call you out, but. But you know who you, you are. <laughs> Tell and everybody then, a little about drunk book club um drunk book club is coming up on march 13th um we are reading come again by jiffy kate and both jiffy and jenny kate are going to be joining us so we get to spend the, the night drinking talking romance and asking both of them any questions that we want it is fun it is a little chaotic and crazy but it is always a good time it is. Drunk Book Club's the best night of the month. I love it. it I do too. I look forward to it. Because, I mean, right now, like, we need that. Well, and if you are, we do not take ourselves seriously. This is not, like, crazy, must-read every word of the book, and we have deep, long discussions and, you know, pick there's, apart the story. It's sometimes not. there's limited book discussion and just a lot of chaos and fun True. discussion. True very true it's really about a tribe a tribe of romance lovers who you know we all kind of buddy read the same book over the month and then mm -hmm. we come together and say what we loved and what we hate it's cool to learn from the author a little bit about their process like when we had melanie harlow on in january it was really awesome to hear that she's obsessed with real estate listings uh -huh. and and rehabs and construction yeah and pieces. she she picks out houses that like she puts in her books and like right. pieces and just, of houses. Yeah. She's like, I get random calls from realtors because they know <laughs> that I've been looking on their, um, <laughs> at their houses yeah. and it's like, okay, sister, we get you. But I think that's a really cool, that's really cool knowledge to have. And without drunk book club, I wouldn't have known that. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know what we're doing next. We haven't exactly decided after this episode. We have not decided what we're doing next. We, we should um, probably get on that. We'll let you guys know. Anyway, <laughs> cheers, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. 
you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 